0: You're listening to the Hotel Talk Podcast. And now, introducing your host, Jennifer Suski.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Hotel Moments, uh, the podcast where we bring hoteliers together to learn from one another, gain insights, and uh, get through this pandemic. Today, we have a guest. Our guest is, uh, sorry, Karen Tang. Karen, thank you for being on the show.
0: Hi, everybody. My name is Karen. Uh, I am the director of sales and marketing at the Pullman, San Francisco Bay, which is a a core uh, branded property. So I'm located in Redwood City, California.
1: Wonderful. That's fantastic. So, Karen, tell us a little bit more about yourself. How did you get into hospitality?
0: So I got into hospitality when I was 16. I was young and uh, full of life. And so I started at the front desk, um, and I worked in the front desk department for almost about 10 years, and then I decided, hey, you know, I wanted to get into more of a profit generating department for the hotel, so I then made the move to sales.
1: That's and awesome. I, lo- you... I,
0: I love sales services, so.
1: Yeah, 10 years at the front desk kind of sounds brutal. You definitely yeah. paid your dues to get out of there <laughs> and did. to get into sales, and... Sales is where the fun is, so yeah. I got to say that. Well, tell us about your hotel. Your hotel's is uh, located in San Francisco.
0: Uh, our hotel is located in Redwood City, which is the halfway point between um, San Francisco and San Jose. Um, the hotel has 421 um, guest rooms, and we're really located in the business park. So this um, you know, health pandemic um, actually has affected us quite a fair bit.
1: Wow. Yeah, I have to imagine. So the majority of your uh, market share would be BT. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. it makes totally makes sense. So I mean, given you know the pandemic, I have to imagine you had to shift everything. But before we get Mm -hmm. into that, I want to just ask you one question really quick, and that Mm -hmm. is, what is your favorite hotel story, or your favorite guest story, or favorite story working in hotels?
0: So my favorite uh, story uh, in hotel is I. You know, in in sales, you work a couple of positions. You know, if somebody goes out sick, you would have to send in. And so I was standing in for my catering sales manager, and I was servicing a holiday party. And I actually met one of my best clients um, at a holiday party. She knew I talked to her a little bit about myself and how, you know, I was kind of a younger sales manager. And I'm just doing this, you know, for her holiday party because my colleague was out and one day she called me and she has guest rooms for me and i was really really excited um she actually followed uh, me throughout my career uh very very supportive you know and she was a client that um, a lot of hotels wanted they would try to you know move her move her group by taking her to michelin star restaurants and all that but she remained very supportive you know to me throughout my whole career so that has to be my best hotel story because it's just so heartwarming that, you know, people truly buy from people that they want to support. And pricing isn't an issue, you know, uh, what they can get is an issue. So I think that's one of the more heartwarming stories I have in sales.
1: know I, I love that. That is really nice. <laughs> Normally it's like these horror stories from guests, but that's an amazing story. You must have done mm-hmm. something like extra above and beyond at that holiday party.
0: I think we just connected, you know, yeah. and I think that there is genuine friendship that is found in the hotel business, just like me and Yujin, right, and as, mm-hmm. as well as your customers. So, you know, this is truly, I think, a, a very human uh, industry at the end of the day.
1: I agree. And I think that as salespeople, we have to remember that, right? I think I heard it Mm -hmm. from somebody uh, relatively recently that people do Mm -hmm. buy from people. So you have Mm -hmm. to stop selling. Um, So yeah, like building those connections, especially now, because everyone's really hurting, right? So now is the best time to establish those relationships. And and I think like this
0: story, you know, resonate even more during this time, because Mm -hmm. now we are constantly masked up, gloved up constantly not you know six feet apart and all that so that I think that human touch and that human kindness goes a very long way you know especially um during these times
1: yeah I couldn't agree more so Mm -hmm. are you still going out and seeing clients right now well
0: um right now we are not going out and seeing clients because even though the client wants to see you they have to be mindful about other people in their offices So Mm -hmm. we haven't been going out to see clients really just mainly keeping in contact um, via email. But one thing that I realized is sometimes when you just give them a call, they are so happy to hear your voice. Well, Mm -hmm. previously before post-pandemic, when you call them, they're like, is something wrong? Why can't (laughs) you just send me an email? And so I think now when you call them and they're mostly at home, it's kind of heartwarming. They're like, oh my God, we've talked to somebody for a long time. So... You know, I think, you know, it's nice to kind of occasionally make a call to one of your regular clients too.
1: Oh, absolutely. Have mm-hmm. you been able to make any new connections since the pandemic?
0: Yes, yeah. I have been able to make some new uh, connections. I have to say that we get more calls now during the pandemic for like smaller meetings. And so there has been some new uh, clients, um, you know, because of the mandate I think the segmentation changes all the time, yeah. you know, because we have to... Because certain industry can only open, some industry are closed. So I think even with client and prospecting, you have to kind of be very aware of what the current mandate is going to be.
1: That's. I think that is fantastic advice. I really do. I remember just a couple months ago, I was hearing mm-hmm. it was all Smurf and leisure mm-hmm. travel. But as I mentioned, you know, prior to the call, if you follow Christy White with Nolan, mm-hmm. uh, that the majority mm-hmm. of meetings right now are corporate, which I found fascinating.
0: Yeah. So. When this- all started. We prospected mainly in the construction uh, segmentation because they were the first industry that was able to return. So then we did heavily uh, prospecting in uh, construction. Then you know, um, you know, I think prospecting now is a little bit different. You have to be more mindful of like your city mandates, your city uh, kind of tier and colors and all of that. So definitely, I think prospecting changed for a lot of people.
1: Oh, absolutely. So, <clears throat> excuse me, you mentioned that, you know, your are majority of BT and mm-hmm. BT is still suffering right now. So you've absolutely. had to, I, I have to assume you have, to, you've had to pivot a little bit on who you're going after. Mm-hmm.
0: No, right? absolutely. I mean, in the beginning when we first, you know, prospect everybody called everyone, right. Then you realize your contact person, in the corporate market change, you know, mm-hmm. just because they may not be working there anymore and 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 you realize they have nothing for you because they can't just do a meeting because they want to. They have to go through this whole process of approval. So, you know, then we find, you know, going down uh, the BT segmentation may not be the best use of your time, especially at, and many hotels have way has reduced, you know, a lot of their manpower in the sales department as well. Um, so yeah. yeah, you just have to be different. You have to really look for base business. You know, you may have to look into some segmentation such as like FIT, crew business, you know, any, you know, project-based business. So I think that has changed for sure.
1: Yeah, I think that's interesting. Some of these things that we mm-hmm. never would have dreamed of looking into like airline oh, crew, and yeah. FIT business. So Oh yeah, airline crew is so attractive right now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah. Right? That's amazing. So has there anything anything unique or different that you have done in the past in the recent or the past couple months as far as prospecting and client outreach that you would be willing um, to share?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So prospecting definitely is a little bit different. Um, you know a lot of your clients might have changed you have to use um, you know other prospecting tools to find out who's your new contact so you know as a lot as one of the common sales tools that we use is Zoom Info you know and we use those tools to like kind of prospect new contacts Um, you you'll be surprised that you know in the social catering segment people still want to get married yeah oh and so, absolutely yeah I think one of one of my, uh, kind of like prediction is when the mandate gets a little bit more relaxed, I would think social catering might be one of the first few to bounce back because, you know, people still want to live life and people still, you know, kind of want to, you know, get married as well, you know, mm-hmm. and still fulfill kind of what they want to do. Um, definitely a change in catering for sure, you know, with the whole six weeks distancing, um, During the pandemic, I've done quite, uh, not, not a lot, but a couple of like outdoor events. And so, you know, you learn to work with kind of elements of nature where you didn't have to before.
1: Yeah, you got to get creative so, with the meeting space too. Just because now you're limited on that space doesn't mean that you can't move some of these events outside correct. or mm-hmm. get a little bit creative. I heard some hotels mm-hmm. using their banquet space for uh, actually like restaurant overflow, like a pop up mm-hmm. restaurant type of thing. Yep. So mm-hmm. I thought that was really interesting. So I love the creativity that has come out of the hospitality world. Yeah.
0: Like, yeah, I mean like, one of one of the tips that I can share, and I hope that you know some of you might be able to do that. Like for example, the weather is getting colder, it's getting rainier. Um our hotel has been very lucky to have kind of one to have a gym company that's operating in our parking garage. Oh. So I'm hoping, wow. you know, maybe some of you can, you know, reach out to what's out there too. I mean you you totally have to be so creative in what you and what you do now. You know, and, and honestly you'd be surprised many business owners are just as creative as you are
1: yeah exactly and you don't know you don't know what need you're fulfilling by being this creative like to, I mean like the gym example is perfect like I never would have thought to reach out to gyms and <laughs> see if they would want to use you know what I mean like that is that's fascinating I've also yeah. heard people renting yeah. out their their parking lots to like rental mm-hmm. car places but because yeah. now people aren't Absolutely. traveling mm-hmm. they need a place to all
0: these things correct and there is also less um there's also less um how you say they're always filled with more cars because they're always renting out cars so there's there's a lot of avenues that i think as uh as all sales people are we're very very creative you know every time our clients throw a challenge at us we're always thinking how
1: can we make that happen
0: you know yeah yeah,
1: exactly. And I think mm-hmm. that's one of the, the beauties of a platform like this is that we can share mm-hmm. these ideas. And hopefully, mm-hmm. the, for those of you who are watching, if you have any questions or ideas, please put them in the comment section and we can see them. So please, by all means, do that. Um, and if you can see at the bottom of the screen, we are giving away um, a giveaway today. If you go to com slash hotel moments, you and subscribe, you'll receive a um, prospecting tool called who to call on which basically breaks down by market segment mm-hmm. and by company like which departments you need to call and what the titles are and even some sample questions and what to ask to find out who in that company is in charge of booking ro- rooms mm-hmm. like hotel rooms that's, that's and it. i and think
0: it's- more than ever i mean this is a good time for you know most of us to share kind of our ideas you know with each other i mean you know, in this uh, pandemic, I think it's, it's yeah. good to be able to get back to. Yeah.
1: And, like, going back to the who to call on tool, though, to your point, like, the people who you used to call on are different, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. is it true that a lot of the higher level executives are now, like, doing more of, like, the admin tasks or, like, the me booking the events themselves? So you might have I, to, like, go up the ladder mm-hmm. a little bit? Mm-hmm.
0: Um. Yes, you would have to go back um the ladder a little bit, and some department may have merch. And just like you know, I think a lot of us in the hotel business too, we're doing things that we've never done before. Yeah. As well, and I think ev- I think um, it's not uniquely ours. I think everybody is doing uh, more than what they, what they usually yes. do. You know, pre COVID as well.
1: Oh yes, I hear that, especially on the hotel side. I know a lot Mm -hmm. of general managers and directors of sales right now are working front desk, and Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm. and I have work front desk too.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I have work front desk too. It's hard. It's really, 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 really hard for sure. Mm -hmm. Is there anything that you're following or that you look at every day to try to stay on top of, um, you know, these trends and updates and things like that, so that you you stay knowledgeable and are prospecting more effectively?
0: Um, so I think being on your your county uh, visitor bureau uh, website is one of them to understand <laughs> what you can do and what you cannot do because a lot of times you have people who call and they are looking to you for advice like what can I do? Uh, is this allowed? Is it not? So when you are more confident of telling them what is you know permissible. Uh, by the county, they, they will trust you more, you know, and that's in every regular sales cycle as well. It's if you sound knowledgeable, people trust you and you are your consultant um, throughout that process. So I think um, in the beginning when COVID just started, I mean, I tracked the cases. So to see that, you know, hey, um, are my groups going to get canceled, you know, yeah. next month and 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 um you know do i have a shot at prospecting a new segmentation next month you know and all of that so i think being very aware of what is allowed in your county is pretty important
1: so that's a good i have so many questions for you i'm sorry um (laughs) (laughs) how do you with that then like if you're i mean you're waiting for these updates how do you plan ahead you know what I mean? We're in budget season right now, right? So how yes. do you plan yes. for some 2021, like just waiting to know these things?
0: Well, I mean, <laughs> no, no, no. So I okay. think that by like, for, for example, for San Francisco, right? Um, you could look at convention center, uh, convention calendar, and you know that, you know, hey, um, are the big meetings coming back? Um, do I think that quarter one is going to be strong? I mean, from what I'm seeing in the market uh, and from many, many market sources, it does seems that um, quarter, I mean, quarter one and quarter two are going to be relatively soft and hopefully we'll see an uptick in quarter three and four. But I do want to point out something that's very optimistic is the airline uh, industry, which we are very closely related to. They are doing so much to make sure that travelers feel safe in traveling. Um, and now they have all these like quick response um, testing kits where you know you feel safe and you keep everybody safe with mm-hmm. you to go on gone an airline, and just like when Hawaii opened, so many people travel. So I think that this, I think one of the I think one of the positive things to look at is people do want to travel, and I oh, want yeah. to travel, you know. Oh yes. And so you know, um, as many as the last recession that we had. Leisure travel recover first, then co- followed by corporate. I think it's going to be kind of similar as we ramp up and get out of this um, as well. So I think, you know, I think the travel industry, including us, a very resilient uh, industry. And, you know, at, at some at some point, you know, and I think really important, you know, as a salesperson is to keep positive, you know, and know that this will, at some point, recover.
1: Yeah, oh, that's very, yes. That made me feel very good. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, everybody's so
0: creative now, you know? They are. Um, Yeah.
1: Yeah. I keep going back to this one stat that just Mm -hmm. kind of blew my mind. It was back over the summer. And that was that Mm -hmm. RV rentals and sales Mm -hmm. went Mm up 400% people do want to travel and they mm-hmm. will find a way and yeah. now with everyone not everyone but a lot of people more people working remote and mm-hmm. kids doing distant learning like there's more of an mm-hmm. opportunity to do these things somewhere else you know so mm-hmm. it's a great opportunity for these hotels to kind of you know get creative and come up with different offerings for the people who are actually out there so oh, mm-hmm. i love that and i do like so i like that you're hearing that um at least for San Francisco area, that the conventions for Q three and Q four are looking stronger.
0: Yeah, they are looking um, well. They obviously look better than um, this year, right but yeah. and people are, you know, and I and I I have heard like some of the states in some of the trade show. There's like quick testing, and I believe maybe some of some of your uh, listeners or some of the hotelers have really been to a trade show, and so you know, I think that we are all. Trying to think out of the box and get out of this. Um, So, you know, I'm hopeful. You know, I think in Q3 and Q4, we will see better than what we will see in Q1 and Q2 for 2021.
1: Yeah. So, I want to ask about group, and I'm wondering Mm if it follows the same thing. So, are you still seeing group cancellations or things kind of like looking better from that aspect?
0: We are still seeing group cancellation in Q1, which is very unfortunate. Um, and, and, you know, in this podcast, I want to be, you know, you know just to share my experiences um, truthfully, and so that people know that, hey, I'm not the only one that's having these cancellation. I think because they're still unable to get flights out and there still isn't like a vaccine available. A lot of the corporate companies are very uh, cautious if someone wants to get sick because they are on business travel is the company held responsible and i think that is that that's a million dollar question right yeah um and unfortunately COVID. i mean i don't think it's in pinpoint where you get from you know most of the time as well so it is a risk that i think corporate companies are still you know maybe a little bit hesitant to take at this moment of time um so we're still seeing cancellation in, in quarter one um Yeah, so I I still think quarter one, quarter two is going to be kind of soft for us. Yeah,
1: it kind of keeps going down that. So that's good. Mm -hmm. It's a good um, Mm -hmm. outlook. Yeah, so I just want to say, again, we have about 10 minutes left. If anyone has any questions for Karen, feel free to drop Mm -hmm. them in the comment section and um, we'll get them answered live. So that's what Mm -hmm. we're here for. Let's do that. while we're waiting for those to come in, I am going to jump into how is meeting space. So we talked a little bit about meeting space. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. had you obviously occupancy in that meeting space is lower, and yeah. you mentioned mm-hmm. smaller groups or events.
0: Mm-hmm. Is that smaller right? groups, yes, that's correct. Um, you know, I think people are still kind of nervous to meet in big groups, and so we are seeing way, way, way smaller meetings um and one of the meeting space that we have we have done for smaller meetings is to make sure everybody has their own table and chair kind of almost like you're taking a test as well <laughs> yeah. um, your own pen your own notepad and the pens you know it's yours throughout the whole time to keep um hand sanitizing stations uh, if you have meeting space that can have windows and doors open that's a really big uh selling point and a lot of uh, people are looking for that for that natural air circulation um and of course your capacity you know is is greatly reduced but then i mean the market isn't ready for that yet either at this point as well that's
1: true that's a very yeah. good point like just because meetings are smaller it's not like you can really fit full capacity right now anyway so yeah, <laughs> yeah that's a very 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 good point do you find mm-hmm. that um uh, the meeting planners, I mean, obviously they're gonna ask questions about mm-hmm. like, capacity and-
0: Absolutely. Saying, but yeah. are there
1: any like different questions that they're asking that they hadn't before? Um, um, they, are, they are more
0: wary to commit to cancellation because uh, um, some of the companies have paid um, cancellation uh, fees and suffered. Um, so I think that they're asking for way more concessions than ever um they're asking for you know free cancellation and um you know very very low attrition or even a courtesy block just because everything is so unknown and, and it's it's very unfortunate you know uh our industry unfortunately if you want to bid for it you kind of almost have to bid so aggressively as well so i hope we get yeah. out of that soon you know
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I see that we have a question that came in from Mm -hmm. Jonathan Holcomb. I don't know if you can see that as well. Uh, But he asks, with most companies working remotes, are you seeing any demand for holiday parties or events? That's a great question.
0: So, um, no, I have not seen any demand for holiday parties or events. But I have uh, heard from, you know, other hoteliers that maybe in the healthcare segment, uh, there may be some opportunity there because we would like to thank uh, people for working so hard during this um, time. But yeah, we haven't seen any requests for holiday parties so far from a corporate client.
1: Oh, that's too bad. I mean, even yeah. small ones, like, that's I too bad. I have
0: not, yeah, I have not seen them, yeah, yet.
1: Yeah, that yeah. is, that's too bad. We have another question mm-hmm. from Michael Farr. Are you actively selling hybrid meetings? So, like, online and in person. Mm-hmm. You know so more about very, hybrid than I do. <laughs>
0: yeah, so it's very interesting. So, a lot of the leads we get is, you know, almost half the attendance and almost all of them say we want to have some kind of video conferencing um, capability so that people who are not able to come are able to participate uh, in the meeting. So, we have had people who is asking, for that capability and a lot of times um, the clients have like a zoom account or you know your av department who is PSAV might be able to assist in that Um, but yes a lot of them will ask for capability to video conference
1: well that's very interesting Mm -hmm. very good to know so do you think that once we get out of this and we're saying Mm -hmm. like after q2 do you think Mm -hmm. that this is going to become part of i hate to use the term new normal but do you think that this hybrid this idea of the hybrid meeting is going to go away or do you think that it's kind of convenient because then you don't have to have everybody come out it's kind of also cost savings for them
0: i think that hybrid meetings with video conferencing and um you know kind of taping a presentation will stay at least I think for the next couple of years because I think there will be still I think as we ramp up people will still be kind of uncomfortable um, traveling in large groups um, so I think it would it would stay for a little bit and a lot of companies are getting so smart that they realize they really don't need to send a whole bunch of people to one meeting anymore as well <laughs> yeah I think that a lot of companies have um, you know, have become so smart in navigating this and realize they are cost-saving in um, reducing travel.
1: So yeah. I think
0: uh, hybrid travel, uh, hybrid meetings will stay for a while.
1: Yeah, I think I think you're right. I have, okay, so I already think I know the answer to this, but given <laughs> that these meeting planners want flexible cancellation, courtesy mm-hmm. blocks, a baby unicorn, mm-hmm. your firstborn child, yep. all of these things, <laughs> yep. are are they willing to pay more?
0: no
1: i not right I, like I, why not i don't think so
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> i mean we're talking about all the money that they're saving and i just mm-hmm. feel like we should be able to charge them a little I bit i mean
0: i would hope to be able to charge more i mean especially now we incur so much more cleaning costs too right you know and more and... risk on
1: your side if they decide to cancel that meeting the day out or day before
0: Well, however, I do think it's in your area, how many hotels
1: uh, are there, right? And Mm
0: -hmm. as we compete for business, then is everybody willing to stand firm on a rate?
1: Can we just make a pact right now? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I think
0: if the entire place that they have to be in does that, then I think that they will be able to, then you'll be able to charge more. Unfortunately, I think everybody in the next couple of years will be in such a cost-saving mode, too.
1: That of course. I, uh,
0: yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, I hope we can talk more, but uh, yeah, but I'm not sure we could.
1: I know. I I feel like yeah. I knew the answer to that, but I had to try, yep. you know? It's like, yeah, actually, we've been able to charge, like, twice as much for room <laughs> rental, and no one's asking for it to be waived with F&B minimums now, and I just gotta be hopeful, you know? But that totally makes sense. Um, I wanted it. Last question. Oh, okay. oh, we have another question. Okay, hey oh, Rachel. Wow. Okay, <laughs> Rachel Park has a question. Lots of brands yeah. are offering deep discounts right mm-hmm. now, and the fear is that any BT accounts are booking these rates. Example Hilton Dreamaway rates. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've heard talk that the fear is BT business is coming back, just not being tracked under their rate codes. That's interesting. Yeah. Because yeah. they are booking mm-hmm. under discounts. Oh my gosh, that's a great question. Thank you, that's Rachel. A great
0: question. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Are you seeing this? Like, are you seeing? BT, yes. BT Yeah. Booking mm-hmm. under this? Yes. Huh. Because
0: I've seen there's some consortium companies that have access to all of your rates, right? And some yeah. of them have access to even your promos, and so they are going to book the cheapest, cheapest rate they could find. So there will be that there, there will be some BT business that is not coded uh correctly, and in and and in my hotel there is. So, uh, and I'm just speaking, you know, for my property and my experience alone. Uh, but yeah, there are some BT that's being moved into categories that they are not supposed to be in. Uh, but at this point, because BT is so minimum, I think that sway is not as, is not huge, huge in that sense. But that's a really right. good question. Yeah, but that's, that's a good question. Right. We might have seen some BT travel, but yet they're not coded correctly to like their corporate. Because the sad thing is now our bar rates can be lower than the corporate rate.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's And true. so
0: and and from pro and now a lot as we go into the holiday season, there are more promos than ever too as well. So I'm not surprised if they decided to book a promo rate.
1: Right. But to your point, you're mm-hmm. seeing so few bu- be a business travelers mm-hmm. that it's not worth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um yeah, I remember being asking my front desk to go through and look at email addresses cuz if it mm-hmm. says at amazon.com, it's probably an Amazon employee, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, that's one yeah.
0: Way and that, correct. And that's one way to see through is um their 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 email addresses. So you may have to take an additional step um, right to that. Yeah. yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And then really um, question, I'm not sure though. With your system, I know with the Hilton system, you mm-hmm. can assign the corporate um, the profile to mm-hmm. that reservation without changing the rate right code. So if you did yeah. add that as an item, as like maybe a sales coordinator or I don't, whoever yeah. has the time mm-hmm. to actually do this to go through and look mm-hmm. at email addresses, that might be a good way to catch some of them. No, I think
0: that's a really good suggestion. Actually, if you want to make sure it's being coded correctly, um, then that is one of the ways. But that was a really good question.
1: Yeah, uh, one more question. We have one minute left. Uh, mm-hmm. Michael asks: Are you seeing a trend of travel managers asking to renegotiate their BT rates?
0: Um, so I have some companies will ask for lower property um, just because they know that there's a ramp up time. But however, one of the one of the things that if you didn't really want to negotiate lower is you have you can communicate and say: Are you able to tell me what? your room night production is going to be for 2021 and you'll be surprised a lot of them you know are not able to give you you know an answer just because they still have a lot of travel restrictions in place so um another way you could work around it is maybe giving them their dynamic discount or ask them to book their dynamic discount instead of um you know lowering the corporate rate because yeah. you know when you lower it takes us time right and we negotiate year over year That may take us a long time to negotiate back to even the original offer you know and so but some of the bright side some of the bt manager have asked to roll over 2020 rates but with a dynamic discount and you can remove that dynamic discount you know next year you know if things get better or in 2022 uh, so that has been kind of the strategy, you know, kind of I think most hotels uh, would prefer to take.
1: I think that's a fantastic mm-hmm. solution to that. Absolutely. Dynamic yeah the, the,
0: yeah. the lowering the static, you know, will may not even give you the kind of committed uh, room nights that you're looking for, too, as well.
1: Right. You're not going to get anything mm-hmm. out of it if we're doing that. Correct. You're only hurting and, yourself in the long term.
0: Correct. Correct. And in the long term, you have to work yourself back to that. Uh, rate that you were originally able to get in better years. yeah and that's hard
1: all right karen we are over time but i just want a last question <laughs> for you do you have any parting words any words of wisdom to the people that are listening right now on how to get through 2020 and get into 2021 i guess i don't know
0: I mean, I want at this broadcast. I wanted to be just a conversation, not yeah. like oh, I have something, you know. Super, I I have something better to offer, but really a conversation, and let everybody know, you know, we are in this together, and you know, I don't think anybody's situation is way way better than anybody um you know in our industry i wanted to say stay positive because you know this will all go away you know uh and we are a very resilient industry and so hopefully we're all going to uh you know get through this together uh also uh, if anybody wants kind of kind of a soundboard you can connect to me on linkedin as well so i'm always more happy to you know kind of offer like kind of my feedback or my thoughts or just a conversation as well. I mean, I just want to help everybody get through this.
1: I love that. You're so nice. Yeah, it's perfect. I'll make sure to link uh, Karen's LinkedIn on uh, in the moment If you go to in the moment you'll see upcoming guests. Um, if you subscribe, you'll receive today's giveaway, which is the who to call on tool. Um, but that's it for our show guys. I look forward to seeing mm-hmm. you all again next time. And again, Karen, thank you so much.
0: Well, thank you for everybody being on uh, the podcast today has been fun. Yeah, I agree. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening and be sure to visit hoteltalkpodcast.com for more info and upcoming guests.